right, here we are. Episode 6 of Bird and Bear with Seb Conway and Will Cook. Thank you. Glad to be here. So am I. Chief. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. Yeah, on um, fire. Huh? We're on fire. <laughs> Get Go on then, kick us off. Get You've got about six pages written of information on there. <laughs> Just go straight into it. Oh, God. I don't know where to go. Serena Williams. All right. Go. <laughs> oh, I'm tired already. <laughs> okay. I don't need to introduce this uh, incident because I think most people that are listening to this, I mean, <laughs> on the gross assumption that people are still listening, <laughs> you sad individuals, but... I'll edit in some, uh, some of the voiceover, the audio from the Serena Williams incident. Yes, explain, but... Explain to our listeners what we're talking about. Yeah, but in brief summary, I think, yeah, if you're listening to this, you've probably got a pretty decent grasp of what went on. So, um, the female uh, US Open tennis final, Naomi Osaka, the young Japanese girl, and Serena Williams, who we all know, needs no introduction. So, Osaka was one set up bit of an upset potentially on the cards. Um, Serena was chasing Margaret Court's uh, 24 Grand Slam record. She's Serena's currently on 23. So, fair assumption, she's under the pump a bit. She, wants, you, yeah. she wants to get this uh, under the belt. Um, so, beginning of the second set, um, there's an accusation from Carlos Ramos. What a name. Ramos. Ramos. Is he French? Ramos. French. you got to roll the tongue. <laughs> Ramos. Ramos. Anyway, uh, he has... So the chair umpire, um, he's pulled Serena up for allegedly receiving coaching. Um, so I must admit... When, when was that though? Like, what, do we know what stage in the game that was? Yeah, so the beginning of the second set. Beginning of the second set. Yeah. set. Okay. Um... So I suppose we're in the line. She's set down. Coach thinks she needs a brief little word of advice. Yeah. He's going to do that. By his own admission, he's gone and done that. Yeah. Um, and the umpire has just... given a signal or something, hasn't he? Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't yeah. like a... They're not talking to each other. He's yeah. given some sort of signal, which whether or not they actually planned that beforehand. Like well, she's, she's come out after and said she hasn't, but anyway, we'll get, into, yeah. get to that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, some signal was done from... The coach to her. Yeah, and I don't purport to be a a real in-depth, having a real in-depth knowledge of tennis, but just in doing some very quick research, that's clearly an offence. There's codes and regulations in place, and you can't do that. It's been um, about feet forever. Yeah, and, and apparently it happens on the regular, but that may well be the case, but there's still been a very long list of people who have been pulled up for this offence. It's yeah. a strange rule. It is a bit of a funny one, is, but the rules, rule. the rules there. So, and they know that. They if, know if you're going to knowingly um, try and bend those rules, then be prepared to cop it. Um, just quickly off the cuff, in the last twenty years, eighty-seven men's players in Grand Slams have been pulled up for coaching. One hundred and fifty-two women have been pulled up for coaching. So, I'll get back to that in a moment. <laughs> I'll let that let that soak in. Um, so she's kicked off um, at the ref. Um, I mean, to be, to be fair, she was a little bit more measured at this point. Um, so a lot of the footage you may have seen in the media, she's quite irate. But at this point, she's reasonably measured. So she's quoted, she says, 
I don't cheat to win, I'd rather lose. I'm telling you it's not, I don't cheat to win, I'd rather lose. I'm just letting you know. There's a coaching violation. Like I said, reasonably measure at this point, I can't fault her too much. She's a bit disappointed at the ruling, but move on. Um, not long after this, I can only presume with her blood still boiling a little, she gets done for another code violation, racket abuse. So you've probably seen the footage, she's destroyed, the destroyed her racket, which is by no means uncommon in tennis, it, it happens, happens, and they get pulled up almost every time. It's quite black and white as far as these rules go. letting your frustration out. Yeah. It's one of the yeah. easier ones to judge yeah. it, um, from an umpire's perspective. Yeah. Um, that then incurred a point penalty. So the first uh, indiscretion, the coaching, that incurred a warning. Uh, Do we know when in the match that, that was? In the very, set? very shortly after, about a game later. Okay. Um, in the same set. In the same yeah. set, second set. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after the racket abuse violation, she then received a point penalty. Uh, just after that, her serve was broken by Osaka. So she's seething at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly in regards to that second one, is no if buts or maybes. She's so that's second strike. Second first, strike, you incur a point penalty. First strike was a the coaching. Yep. Second strike, she's broken the racket. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the state of play. My question though. Um, she's proper kicked off at this point. So, she's quoted as saying as she looks up at the umpire, "You need to make an announcement. I didn't get coaching." You need to make an announcement that I didn't get coaching. Well, Serena, no. <laughs> He's the umpire. A decision was made. And I would have thought now's a pretty good time to set a good example to the young boys and girls and know your place. A person in authority, being the umpire, Carlos Ramos, he's made a decision, whether you like it or not. So most of us have played at varying levels, have played some sport. I can't think of any sport where there isn't some form of governing official in place. If they say something where you believe that's it, that's it. You, if you think they're right or wrong, yeah. that's the decision, whether you like it or not. And, and also, like maybe not so much tennis, but that's what um, you like about sport, is that the referee or umpire can have such an impact on the game, make a decision which, which changes the dynamic of how things are. And it, Sometimes some slight human yeah, error. Absolutely. And, but it, which I wouldn't say is the case in this no, as an example. But anyway, no. But certainly, there's there's a figure there that's in control, makes the calls, whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's the way it goes. That's the way it stands. Um, and someone with her experience, you'd expect her. I mean, more than anyone know and understand that. Yeah. And um, as a transcribed, obviously not. Yeah, I mean, she certainly has a fair history of being a fairly overdramatic type. I mean, I won't hold that too much against her. It's probably part of the beauty of bringing in the crowd. She's got a bit of drama about her, but you got to know when to rein it in. So while she's on a, still on the same rant as she's yelling and carrying on towards the umpire, she says, you owe me an apology. She's demanding an apology. You owe me an apology. Exactly. I have a daughter and I stand for what's right for her. You owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. I have never cheated in my life. I have a daughter and I stand what's right for her. I've never cheated. No. Again, no. <laughs> who do you think you are, woman? The person who's owed an apology is the umpire, Carlos Ramos. 
Again, a person in authority who has made a decision. She didn't like the decision, but in no way does he owe her an apology at that no point. No way. She's on planet Pluto at that stage. Which I don't think is a planet anymore, just clearly. But anyway, <laughs> it's, it's not. But yeah. I, my, the mind boggles. That, that bit really got under my skin. Um, yeah, I digress. Um, so, yeah, again, just her over-dramatic nature at this point. She's ultimately, she's trying to stand up for what's right, but... What's think, right and what? In the context of the game or in the well, context of her personal opinions and about... Because obviously what she's talking she about... She was under the impression that he was wrong and she was right. Yeah. But that's that happens every day of the week in sport. That's yeah. when you got to learn to build a bridge. I mean, we settled. We even saw it. Um, I can't remember which tournament it was recently, but Federer even blew up at the umpire and wasn't happy about it at all. But that was his first indiscretion for that particular game. Well, that's he's a different kettle of fish. He's, yeah. He carries himself with well, that's what we're talking plenty about. of grace. Someone that has, yeah, he's actually very graceful, yeah. um, very respectable, but yet even he can get to the point where he's upset about a point. Yeah. Um, but as we've seen, that was the third thing that happened in that match. Yeah. So the third thing, not the first. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable. And for those, for those that aren't liking my tact at this point, I'm quite aware that I'm a middle-class white male. So a lot of people think that for some absurd reason, I apparently can't make an opinion on this because there's an element of... Um, yeah. racism and sexism involved in this whole clusterfuck of an issue. Well, to that I say no. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> people, everyone, if you want to have true equality, everyone deserves an opinion. Yeah. And I'm here giving mine. I'm not even suggesting that I'm necessarily right entirely. But well, I think you are. Thank you, mate. <laughs> thank you. I hope that means something. Um, I think I form the same category. So she's then kicked off even more. I'll <laughs> throw another quote in there because this is equally absurd. You'll never, ever, ever be on another court of mine for as long as you live. Who? That, that, what kind of nerve does she have that she can say that who, about a respectable umpire? I don't know how many years he's been doing it. But for I'm a sure, long time. Yeah, for yeah. a long time. And that she's using her... Status. Um, yeah, status. And obviously she's a, a, an amazing woman in the game. Um, using her status to literally squash this umpire. It is at that his, point his why I think... Legacy is, as well. Like, it's unbelievable. She's... I think it's she that she's point, bigger than the game. She's literally. truly lost it. She yeah, she suddenly thinks she is bigger than this whole issue. She's bigger than the game. She gotta know her place. She sounds very American to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> but it's just such entitlement in that comment. It's it's crazy. And Yes, you've won twenty three grand slams, but you're still a player on the court, just like the young Japanese girl on the other side of the court. Yep. And you should be treated no different. Yeah. That comment was disgusting for mine. Um, for most. We're, yeah, for most. But as it turned out, not everyone. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are a lot of people sticking up for... The, and I think the angle which people are sticking up for is not necessarily her behaviour on the court. I think most people, most rational, uh, reasonable people, can all agree that her behaviour on the court was poor, very poor. Uh, but I think a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon of some of the issues she's trying to highlight as a result being um, the sexism and uh, potential racism in some of the calls and obviously famously in the media the cartoonist, Australian cartoonist went out and 
um, dep- yeah. depicted her. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm I'm barely going to touch on, touch on to be honest, because I haven't got enough time to address all this. But um, I think that was equally as ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I actually think that um, she's sort of this has been in the the pipeline for her an outburst like this. Yeah. And she's just used it as an opportunity in that situation, which is unbel- like it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. But she's just gone off. Oh, now's my opportunity. I'm going to use my uh, stature and my, um, well, I suppose overall perception. Everyone's got an amazing perception of her in the world of tennis. She's yeah. like, I mean, she'd be one of the richest sportsmen in, or sportswoman in um, in the country, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and for, for years in the future, she's going to be known as, wow, that Serena Williams player. So she's using that all of that as, a, as an opportunity to, yeah, to voice her opinion. And it's just... And she's chosen, I think... Uncalled for. Absolutely she's chosen her time quite poorly. So, and I just taking I, everything away from Osaka as well, massively. So, I, I just think it's absurd that she would go use an example. Essentially, she's using an example of her poor behaviour to be used as a platform for, I think, two very noble, noble, noble causes. Yeah, racism and sexism. Fine, yeah. go go and fight those causes. But in the context of the game, most reasonably minded that... people would fight for those causes. However. She's done absolutely nothing for either of those causes. No. She should have saved her ho- her jumping on the high horse for another day because her behaviour that day was poor. What's it, was it got to do with her beyond as well, just quietly? Don't get me started. What has it got to do with her child? I know. Which she it's uses as an example. Ridiculous. So what? when her daughter grows up and won't listen to her or won't listen to her dad and won't listen to her teachers at school... And starts pointing her finger at people in authority. The world's gone crazy. Where do you think she's got that from? The world has gone crazy. Where's she got that from, Serena? <laughs> I think it's probably you. Yeah. From your absurd behaviour displayed on public stage. I think she should have left Naomi Osaka to rest in peace and bask in her glory of winning her first Open Championship. Why did she run? wait till the end of the match and then voice her opinion on that? It's just... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy. I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Which leads I, I, hope, to, I hope that made which some leads, sense. It leads to me, to my point, and it's going to be controversial. No, go on. Is that we talk about equality, and we've seen people like Billie Jean King come forward and support her and other female tennis Which they're entitled to. Absolutely entitled to. And I just want to make the point that I believe women should be playing five sets in Grand Slams just like the men. Yeah, if you, if you want to make it equal, then that's what you've got to do. I agree. You've got women getting paid the same as men. Which are is, they paid the same they, now? They are. Oh, right. They are paid the same. And in fact, women are paid a higher hourly rate than men because they play less um, sets. Yeah, right. What do you think about that? Well, I couldn't agree more. I, I must admit a bit of ignorance on my part because I still thought they were like was the case for many years. Yeah. I thought they were still paid slightly less. Imagine if, well, imagine if they did. Imagine what she'd be saying then. That if, if, say, if women got paid less for Grand Slam yeah. titles and they played three sets, you'd be up in arms. Everyone would be up in arms. So they changed that but way back when. Yeah. Which I, I agree they should be paid the same, but they should be doing the same... The same um, task. The same task. Yeah. Like the same job title, the same task, exactly. Yeah. And they, they carry on about, oh, you know, women are just as good as men and all this sort of stuff and I'm not going to argue that point, but I think... They should be playing the same amount. Yeah. No, no I, one's mentioned anything about that. Yeah, no. I Please, keep going. I'm loving it. <laughs> it just annoys me. 
I'm so I'm so fired up about that particular point. No, I I agree, um, and it it makes even more sense now that you highlight to me that they are paid exactly the same now in open um, grand slams. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how you can possibly justify that um, no. when they're a blokes. So doubles is only three sets as well, right? Yeah. Which I guess is fair enough. They've also got to take into account a heavy schedule. But, I mean, you look at look at Serena Williams and other players as actual human spec, spec, species specimen. They're more she, than capable. More than capable yeah. to do the five sets. Absolutely, yeah. it's not it's not a matter of they're not physically able. to Although every every that, woman woman um, making it to a Grand Slam is easily physically capable yeah. of doing it. Sure, sure, it's a challenge. It's more stress on your body. But, like you say... You want equality? If, if we're going to dish out that same prize money, yeah. then step yeah. up. I mean, I think... I'm not sure... It'd be interesting to see, actually, who generates um, more money from sponsors and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, a five... But that's with, not prize money, though, right? Not prize money, but, I mean, just in general, it's generated through the sport. I mean, there's different avenues how they generate their money, revenue. Mm. Uh, certainly, TV rights is a major thing. I mean, obviously, playing three sets, so it's less money going to come through there, through yeah. ads and the rest of it. But I think... Um, I mean, obviously, Serena Williams has been the, the face of women's tennis for all these years well, for the, a very good reason. The value of the product is only going to go up if they play five sets. Because like you say, there's more advertising time. There's a lot that comes into yeah. it. Do you reckon the Tennis Federation would be pretty pleased about Serena's actions? Well, She's the face of tennis? Is that what they, were, they stand for? Knowing too? some of the snowflakes are getting around society these days, they'll probably stick up for her just to save face, which makes me sick. Yeah. Pit, they they should. I don't know what their stance is on it. To be honest with you, I haven't looked that far. She but, she is the benchmark. So without her in the entire game, what's the outlook? Which is what frustrates me because of her status. She somehow thinks she her behaviour is acceptable. Will be excused. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case. No. And I'd like to think uh, whoever the governing body is of tennis in the world would like to put the foot down and say no. That behaviour is not acceptable. Yeah, and but they, they, yes, they've got to have fight rules. for those noble causes. But you see, you see, if they don't accept her, that behaviour, then she's going to use that as another example of how it's, I it's know, unfair. I know. And it's how, you know, look at uh, McEnroe back in the day, and obviously in Australian tennis, um, curiosities carry yeah. on. It's every single tournament and, or something. And, and she's going to go, what about all these people? They're not doing it. How come you're not doing anything about yeah. them? But for me, you are. Yeah. And interesting and you, the thing. It just fuels her. Fuels interesting her. you mention um, some of those poorly behaved players that just happen to be male. Not that it should matter either way. But like I touched Thank on guys. earlier, some very interesting stats that have been dug up. Because one of the things she was yelling from her high horse that evening um, was the different treatment uh, between... Or not so much treatment, I think uh, interpretation of um, some of the code violations in tennis. However, one of the big ones she... Um, took issue with was the coaching violation. And like I said earlier, men have been pulled up 87 times, women 152 times. So yes. So women more. They, they are. In that case, they are. However, in the verbal abuse stakes, which is when she got done for claiming that uh, Carlos Ramos uh, had, was a cheater and a thief... In the verbal abuse stakes, men have been pulled up 62 times and women 16 times. <laughs> so that argument fell flat on its face yeah, there. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. 
No, like to stand on in regards to that, as that uh, just a purely a stats point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm just uh, it's just it's got me, um, and I believe all the umpires are actually banding together and supporting Ramos, um, which they should. Well, they should um, stick up for their own. Yeah, and and some of them have said they're they're refusing to umpire again. Like as in they've who Serena? Yeah, they refuse to umpire her in any Grand Slam again. Yeah. Which I mean, they can't really do that, I guess, because they're gonna have someone's gonna umpire. But yeah. Um, I think it's this sort of like like anyone under their working conditions, you know, a certain job you should be expected. Well, it should be expected that the tennis stars are gonna, you know, be graceful and and respectful throughout. And if, if they're not getting that, then I guess they just decide well, we're not gonna work. Yeah. And before we, we before we, we go too here? much for, further, there's, I had a very interesting discussion with a friend of mine during the week, which I did with a few various friends of mine from uh, different areas of my life. But because I just I just I just wanted to get a broad range of people's opinions on this issue. Yeah. Because um, I'm generally interested, and like I said, I'm not not suggesting that my opinions be all and end all. Um, but something that was raised was that men are more recognised in sport, which I, I'm not... Played I, five sets then. When I, I'm, not blind, I'm not blind to that there's some cases that may well be the case. However, my opinion is what is recognised in sport isn't so much whether male, female, bloody transgender, whatever else you can think of these days. I think what is recognised is the quality and standard in which whatever sport that is, is being played at. So my opinion is... The moment a female athlete or team is, in inverted commas, better than their male counterparts, then I think they're justifiably given greater recognition. Yeah. That's my opinion. I, agree I don't care that. what you are. I think once you're better, yeah. again, inverted commas... Um, they do bring... They, certainly, like I'm happy to say that men bring more interest in their sport that when we, the same sport women also play. There's no doubt about it. Well, there, there, there are lots sport of sports of where... I mean, that it's just nature. You've got to accept that men are bigger and stronger, generally speaking. So it's nature. there are many sports where that is the defining factor, essentially, in how it's played. The physical edge. Exactly yeah. right. Um, so, therefore, if they're playing at a higher standard, then, yes, I, think, I think they should be recognised a little bit more. But yeah. However, there are many other sports which have different qualities, which females are better at. And I think they are recognised more. Yeah. I agree with that. Gets, gets up my gut. Maybe it's no surprise then that Serena is the, the best tennis female star because of her size, physically. Well, of course. I mean, well, that's, that's a huge advantage. She's, she's built um, in a different kind of way. Yeah, well, like, and and she has that huge advantage. Her serve's yeah. better. She's going to last longer set. She's going to... Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so many things. And I guess that's that's been her thing and her yeah. advantage. But that doesn't... Yeah. It's just... You're going all day, though, couldn't you? We could. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost starting to lose interest. It's that bloody tiring, this topic. But anyway. Gets me annoyed. I though. hope that made some form of sense. And maybe we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Are you give, sure you don't want to keep going? Give me a spell. What's I'm, next? I'm angry. <laughs> I'm not angry, I'm just... I don't disappointed. Know. <laughs> just disappointed in her actions. I just want Serena's daughter. I'll be honest, I'm not about... I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not that interested in tennis anyway. Are you? I have a fair interest in it. When it's the Australian Open. I'm not suggesting I was sitting there watching this Do you live. get up at three in the morning and watch the 
intense. If the Aussies are in a big game, but that's few and far between these days. Mm. I, I'm just interested, yeah, in Australia, do we care that much? It's not spoken about as much in Australia, I think, obviously the US and... But the, the, thing, the thing with all this crap, and again, we're trying to move away from this topic, but it's actually gotten bigger than the tennis, the game itself. It's become more of a social issue now. The world has gone mad. I've said it before. <laughs> Hasn't it? You don't have to tell me that. I know the world's gone mad. It's just getting out of control. <laughs> what are we going to do? Anyway. It's a serious worry. What's um, next on the agenda, mate? I might take a back seat for this one. <laughs> take a deep breath. Um, well, we might, we might as well talk about NRL. Go on. Since it's finals footy. Um, what did you make of the, the results on the weekend? Obviously, we see the top four sides in the regular season go through to the next round. Yep. Um, well, I must confess... Did you watch any of the games? Did you mate, I've been on a bit of a... Uh, Bit of a boys' trip all weekend, and well, that's right. In Byron Bay, didn't really get an opportunity to watch the games start to finish. But I've um, watched a few of the highlights and stuff, and sort of got my head around it. It was certainly certainly some interesting games. It's a shame I didn't get to watch them. No, it was really good, mate. Uh, that Cronulla win by one. That and South one especially looked like yeah. a crazy game. No, unbelievable. But um, it sounds um, like you're a bit more qualified to comment at the moment. So yeah I mean I, it's, I watched both games and I absolutely loved it it's certainly a different um, standard in the finals very state of origin like yeah um, yeah impressive impressive both sides so Cronulla obviously beat Penrith by one 21-20 either side could have won that honestly flip a coin and it was so exciting to watch yeah uh, Cronulla ended up winning um, South Sydney won 13-12 against St George, which everyone written, had written St George off, and they obviously beat Broncos the week before. Well, you've got to say, given St George's... Um, had some serious injuries. They're two weeks in the finals. Yes, they've got out in the second week, but given the form they took into the finals, I think it's almost given them a pass mark, I would yeah. argue. Oh, I agree. Yeah. absolutely agree with that. They had no Vaughan, no Witter, and uh, Tarek Sims went off with 20 to go. Yeah, yeah. So every, like, every commentator on the game... Three weeks ago, gave them absolutely no chance. And yeah. they gave themselves every opportunity to go into the third week of the finals. So, good on them. No, good on them. Um, really, really liked their performance. Um, speaking of what we spoke before, off recording, Ben Hunt and his season. Talk about season review. How would you <laughs> uh, rate, rate his performances? I'll just say, not in that great. Final, he does He does cop it, though. Tell in, you. The, in the Broncos game the week before, he was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And then he plays in this game. And I don't know if you saw the very last play that St. George had. Yes, I have. It was 12 all. Yeah. And he decided to run it. Yeah. And he was in his own half. <laughs> and Mary McGregor lost his <laughs> shit, as you would. And South obviously got the ball back. Reynolds kicks a field goal. They yeah. win. End off. I mean, what a way to finish the season. Yeah. Um, is it, I think it's he's copped a quickly lot, becoming evident that he's a bit of an enigma of a player. He's, um, he's definitely got some sort of an issue in his head, isn't there? Clearly. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm happy to give people the benefit of the doubt um, for a while, but I think there's been a few things accumulating over the years, especially in high-pressure situations. You know, that, that grand where final he way. just Well, that's the famous one, but there's been a few yeah. others. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one included where he just hasn't come up with the right play. And he's getting paid a million dollars a year. Yeah, and so that comes. And with... the majority of the time, he you'd probably argue he's almost that's his value. But it's 
doesn't really add up when you're the key player in the team and it becomes one big play each year. Mm. Your season's riding on it. And you unfortunately, he's just not delivering. So it's a bit hard to back him in. Yeah. Anyway, so next games, the prelim finals. We've got Melbourne Storm against Cronulla Sharks at Amy Park on Friday night. What's your tip? Well, I think you're mad to go past Melbourne. Um, it'll be a really good game. Cronulla beat them twice this year. Yeah. yeah There's a rivalry. Melbourne's due. Remember the Curtis Scott? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's been a bit of chit-chat about Paul Gallen and Luke Lewis having to do injury cloud. I'm hearing Paul Gallen won't play. I find that hard to believe. He's had tetanus shots, um, which haven't worked yet. Tetanus shots? Not a tetanus shot, sorry. Cortisone. Cortisone? Cortisone. Tetanus shot, what did he step on? Did he step on a rusty rusty nail? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) I know the ground's a bit poor it's a sometimes. Rusty, it's a rusty syringe. <laughs> Where do you play it, buddy? Um, Narrabeen Park or something. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for a Narrabeen Hawks. <laughs> um, Jesus. I'm hearing he won't play. <laughs> and Dugan's still in doubt. God damn, he's in doubt every week. I don't um, think he could do the tennis. Yeah, I reckon it'll be a really close game again, to be honest. I'm oh, really, really it's this the... time of the year. I, I can't see any blowouts happening, but... I um, find it very hard to go past Melbourne. They're saying uh, Fafita will be captain. Oh, God help us. <laughs> wow, what a role model. That'll do um, me. <laughs> Saturday, the 22nd, 7.40pm, we got Sydney Roosters against South Sydney Rabbitohs. That, Huge clash. That's going to be enormous. Rivalry. Um, I'm frothing off that. Yeah. Uh, Thoughts? Well, I've said for quite a while that, in fact, I... I I mean, dare I say it? I said it at the start of the year, but uh, I think Roosters going to win the comp. So going on that, I can't go past them. But bloody hell, it's going to be. I think a lot, a lot of people have Roosters winning the comp. Yeah. Um, with Cronk there, with his structure and absolute clutch. Um, Latrell yeah, out is it's massive. That is massive. Although who are they bringing in for that? Do you know who would be uh, on the centre? That's a good point. I actually don't know. Have they? It's Tuesday. They should, the team list should be there. No, nope. uh, it's Tuesdays at four pm. They release the side. Yeah, right. Honestly, well, we get to find out. Yeah. Um, currently, they reco- might be currently recording at two pm. <laughs> <laughs> they might move Ferguson into the centres. Yeah, I don't know. It's an option. I think they're happy with what he's doing at wing. I think they'll just keep him. Bring in Reese Robinson. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, good player. Former Waratah. Former Canberra Raider star. Former Eels player. God. God, he's been around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they'll do there. Um, um, maybe, who's, yeah. Up against Dane Gagai. You want something. Maybe Ryan good. Cross will play in the semi. <laughs> Ryan Cross. <laughs> Last from the past. <laughs> uh, actually, no, they've put um, Madison in there. Ryan Madison in the centres. Nick Madison. Nick Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from his victory against Queensland. The JLT Cup <laughs> round one. <laughs> Get him on the plane. Oh, um, yeah, no, looking forward to it. Um, actually, talking about South Sydney, we should mention the Sam Burgess sexting. Yeah, crikey. Um, he's got a wife, doesn't he? He does have a wife, a but he's cr- got a little kid, pretty sure. There you go. What's his deal? What do you reckon about it? Is it 100% confirmed it's him involved, or was that just a whisper? No, no, it's 100% confirmed it's his account, um, which leads you to believe it's obviously him. Yeah, right. It's been spoken about fairly openly about... Yeah, yeah, that was my understanding. Um, yeah. But again, I think it's not... 
I don't know what to actually make of it, in honesty. The Roosters are blowing up because they're saying, well, Mitchell Pearce got done for a similar sort of indiscretion and was banned. And That was the dry humping the dog thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a, somewhat of a beat-up. I mean, what? I think there were some surrounding circumstances which well, maybe that's all right. weren't as... I don't think it's all right, but it's like... I can think of some far worse things that have been done by blokes in the drink, like male or female, I should say, but... Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. But the sexting thing? Oh, it's not good. Like, it's not, is a, it, good, is it, it's is not it, a good look at all. Is it, though, too much of like, or indiscretion enough to have him sit out? Ban him for the rest well, of the Well, if you're going to compare it to that Mitchell Pierce one, what, I yeah, think... That's what I'm comparing it to. Well, that's what yes, then are. he should. But if I'm looking at it on a on its own, I'd say maybe not. I'd say maybe a, a reasonably significant monetary fine would do. But just for those, what we're talking about is on Sam Burgess's account, Facebook account, I believe. Instagram wasn't it? Was it? Know. I thought it was Facebook. Whatever. Um, there's some some lady, some female chick. She um, <laughs> some some lady. She's she's messaged I think Sam Burgess saying something about be careful of the media about something or not. I don't know exactly the ins and the outs. Mm. Um, and then Sam Burgess was with a couple other players, not named, and they said, oh, I want to send a couple of photos. So she was like, oh, yeah, bring it on. So she's saying, yeah. So they've sent photos. Well, it sounds like she was a willing participant. She was a willing participant. She's taking I think screenshots it's more the moral of this. She's taken screenshots. Yeah. And she's then come out and said she felt violated. I mean... That's a bit... It's a bit... Handgun. Handgun. What did she expect was going to happen when they said, "Oh, yeah, we want to send some photos"? Yeah, um, I think the I think the real issue is just a bit of a moral issue. I don't think, from what I understand, nobody's been violated or anything. Everyone was willing participant. If that chick sent photos of herself nude to the blokes, do you reckon the blokes are going to blow up and say, "I feel violated"? No comment. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think I've. I've I'm throwing it out there. I've potentially offended some snowflakes already, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Would it? I don't know. All I'm saying is... Would it though? My understanding is... Answer me! I don't know. What's your opinion? Yes all, or no? All I'm saying is that <sighs> all that really matters is both people involved in this sexing thing were willing participants. I think no, because Sam the only real Sam issue... Burgess, it's... Nah, you can't do it. No, I just think it's a bit of a moral issue because of his... Wife and child and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I think the issue is. Um, Not, I don't think there's any issue in regards to the person he sent the photo to. If that yeah. makes any sense. Alright. But anyway. Um, T-Rex. <laughs> Are we really going there? Just quickly. <laughs> uh, so Tony Williams. Paramount all, all the potential in the world. world. He's played for Australia, played for New South Wales. Laziest. Laziest. Rugby league player going around. Yeah. And he's a bit of, bit of mischief, bit of bad news. Bit of a party animal. He actually got done drink driving with his children in the back seat, I think earlier in the year or maybe last year. Aggravation. <laughs> First offence. So that's pretty crook. But anyway, he's, um, he's been done for the second time returning a positive drug sample. So Cocaine. On your bike, champion. See you later. That's the end of your... We won't have that at Parramatta, mate. Sydney Roosters will pick him up. (laughs) (laughs) They'll clean him up. He'll be in the front row next year. Um, Yeah. She got a spider on me. Yeah, right. Jesus. (laughs) Can't tackle him. Leafy leafy suburb, mate. Has its flaws. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tackle him. He's got spiders on him. (laughs) 
Not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> um, AFL finals. GWS. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Good game, eh? I didn't lost watch by, it. Lost by 10. Um, yeah. It's, it's so a bit Colling, of a Colling, shame. Collingwood through, so it makes an all-Melbourne final. Prelim final. Collingwood v. Richmond. That MCG will be packed. Yeah. Like sardines, all everyone squeezed in. They're trying to get up over 100,000. Yeah, well, they might actually break the record. They're saying it. Oh, here we go. It's sold out already. No yeah, surprises. Um, Shame for Sydney siders. We had two bites of the cherry this year. It's upsetting. Oh well. It's upsetting. Um, it's Melbourne's game. I'm happy know. about Melbourne Demons being there. Yeah, that's outrageous. They've struggled for for years, as long as I've remembered. Is uh, um, they play West Coast at Optus Stadium on uh, Saturday. Is that should be a great game. Is that Gorn still getting around? Who? Gorn. Gorn. He's, that's his name. They're gone. Yeah. I've never <laughs> heard of him. He's got a big beard. You know the bloke? Nah. Oh, alright. Disregard. <laughs> you just made that up. <laughs> no, he's like, he's a cult character. <laughs> anyway, this is going nowhere. It's like Ryan Fitzpatrick from uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Have you <laughs> seen that in the press? Absolute no. legend. No, but whilst, we're, <laughs> whilst you've touched on NFL, yeah. can you... Relay what we both witnessed when we were watching. Oh, what a game. So, before we started this, we watched the NFL. We watched Seattle Seahawks against Chicago Bears at Soldiers Field in Chicago. What <laughs> happened? Was it your first ever game you watched on TV? Pretty much. Apart from, like, maybe a Super Bowl. Yeah. And what do you think about it? It was alright. Alright? Too many ads. To me, ads. But the a, lot hi- of sto- a lot of stoppages. The but... highlight for me was old mate. Can you tell this? You do it <laughs> more justice than me. Old mate Griffin. He's got one arm. Sebastian. Actually, Jones. that's a lie. He's got one hand. He's got a bit of an arm. But still, and he made two intercepts. <laughs> like seriously, he would have made How... four if he had two hands. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How unbelievable though! You but... get drafted and you play and you make two intercepts. I think he's in the wrong position, isn't he? <laughs> Seriously. Fancy... I would have thought he'd be a punter or something. But fancy no. being disabled and still being able to perform at such a level. That's it tells you a lot about Jaron Hayne. Is nah, he disabled? In his own <laughs> No, the fact that Jaron Hayne couldn't make it, but a bloke with only one hand. <laughs> um, actually, it's, a, it's an awesome story. You've got a twin brother as well that plays in the NFL. Um, don't quite me on what team, but... Identical? One hand identical. too. No, no, no. He's not identical then, is he? But no, he's identical in as much as he's... Yeah, they look very similar, but he's got two hands. Yeah, right. Um, but two intercepts. Yeah, that's... I mean... That'll do me. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, Chicago got up. That's my side. Yeah, well done. Um, great result. Seattle are a good side, and they've got an amazing defence defensive line um, led by Khalil Mack. Which means nothing to anyone, <laughs> but to me it means a lot. He's the highest-paid NFL player in history. Yeah, right. Signed from Chicago, um, signed from Oakland Raiders, and he's just an absolute. They call him the Mac Attack. There you go. Unbelievable. I um, mean, it wasn't bad but, watching it. I mean, it'd be better if I didn't have a gun pointed into my head next time to watch it. But jeez, <laughs> bit harsh. But I just actually want to touch on US sports. Here we I've go. been wanting to talk he's about this Just quietly, Sorry. he's been itching to talk about US sports. <laughs> and I've just put out the fire every time. Have I mentioned all or nothing before on Amazon? <laughs> oh, God. Amazon. No, no. Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'll make commissions off it. No, no, I just, I just want to say US sports, like, it's a production, isn't it? Like, they certainly know how to make a big deal about sports. Mm. Um, and NFL is just the game. Like, it's... 
it goes forever, three, four hours, but it's just unbelievable. It's no JLT. It's unbelievable. Cup. I mean, lots of stoppages. There's about a million people on the field. Um, they get paid a fortune. It's just, it's followed throughout the whole country. Um, what more can I say? <laughs> it's quite a following in Australia, actually. What, American you, sports yeah. in general? American, yeah, American sports in general. Yeah. NBA is huge. Well, they based it all uh, around. They based it all around getting value for advertising. Yeah, but I mean, look at the college football. Yeah, ridiculous. They announced that the profit margins for some of the college teams this year, and I think Alabama was number one, and they had a profit of one hundred million US. S- sweet home. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the new intro. How's it go? Can you edit that in? Yeah, I'll put that in. Yeah, no, I just I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to get over there and watch some of the games. You just can't get enough, Um The beauty of like NBA, which is about to start in about two, three weeks. Is can't wait. There's a thousand games on a day. Thousand, you reckon? Well, there's a lot. I think each team plays 82 games a season. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. So midweek, there's games on. So when you're lounging about doing nothing, you've got something to watch. <laughs> um, yeah. Very good. Do you want to say anything else about that? No, I think you did that well, mate. That was good. All right. First um, and last. Let's mention, mention cricket. JLT Cup. Oh, like round one. Bring it on. What are your thoughts? New South Wales up against WA today. Where is Nick Burtis? Get him in there. <laughs> he should be there. Couldn't get a start, mate. I heard Neville's injured. Yes, yeah. So, unfortunately, he didn't get No, it's good. Up. Good to see some cricket being played again. Yeah, it's good. Live on free on um, Cricket Australia app. Oh, listen to you. Those interested. Sun shining, birds um, chirping. No, it's good. But I, I want to mention Moeen Ali and oh, his comments this crikey. week. You didn't want to talk about it, um, but I want to talk about it. Go so Moeen Ali's coming out this week. He's written a book. A few controversial topics. Yeah. Today. And he mentioned that in the 2015 Ashes series in the UK, he basically slams the whole Australian side of, of being rude. And he singles out, doesn't actually name the player, but he singles out a player on the Australian side for calling him Osama in reference to Osama bin Laden. Mm. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. And Moeen Ali, he, he's a devoted Muslim. He's got, yeah, he's a certain character in the side. Um, and it seems like they sort of got personal with him about that. Yeah. Um, and it's not on. And apparently ICC are now stepping in, even though it's obviously through Although- the it's a bit of a cold case type situation. They've said case. that they. I remember Darren Lehman knew all about it, and they did their own little investigation. Yeah, they, I think they. Just, certain players come forward and said, "No, no, I just said you're a part timer." Yeah. I don't have part timer and Osama are similar. Yeah. Um, so they did their. I think they did their darndest to try and water it down pretty quickly. I think it's fair to say, um, Moeen is quite a, a quiet sort of character. Yeah, I guess um, for like a bit of a bullish type. Um, character on the opposing side he's probably an easy target I, I would have thought yeah um, who's your money on who the player was oh, we both agree I, I wouldn't want to get personal mate. David Warner <laughs> sorry what it's a fair chance yeah it's a fair chance it'd be a little unfair to make those presumptions but yeah when it initially came out I thought he was a bit of a sook but I kind of t- changed my um, tune a bit I've, yeah I actually I, I do that's, tend to agree. That's, that's sort of uncalled for. Yeah, well, when um, I initially started reading about it, I thought it was more him just whinging about the aggressive nature of Australia, but when that quote specifically came out, I think that's quite clearly where the line is. I mean, most 
reasonable people know that you can't cross race or religion. Um, why would you? Yeah. Why, honestly, why would you? Yeah. On a cricket field, what what advantage do you have There's doing it? Plenty of things you can say uh, to get underneath the skin of the opposition and yeah. picking at things like that. I think is probably Jimmy's a, a bad name. Though, a on top cool. of already what we we're copying. Well, it's just and it's our own fault. It's not like we have anyone. It to just blame. shows the pattern of behaviour in the team for a while, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. We'll see what happens with it. It'd be interesting. Um, see imagine this named. 2019 Ashes series. Ali will be playing. Um, he's good, actually. In the last series in for England, he, he's performed well, with the bat particularly. Never done any good he, against us. I actually do believe he's a bit of a part-timer, so bowling. He's a what? What did you call him? Part-timer? Part-timer? Yeah. That's not what I heard. It's like you. You're going to that, aren't you? 2019. Ashes yeah, I'll be there, mate. I'll be there. Yeah. Wish I was going myself. Yeah. Um, going to a couple of tests. Wouldn't be able to. Say, I wouldn't say we've got the strongest team going over there. Probably. Well, we don't. Really we don't know who's there, but I. I, I Marcus Labuschagne. Oh, actually, that's my next thing. They've obviously announced. Um, JL's announced his first side for the Ashes. Uh, sorry, the Ashes series. The Test series against Pakistan and the UAE. What did you make of that? There's some interesting characters been called up, and others making their debut. Oh, and players left out. Um, a bit of how you're going. Namely, Maxwell. I know you love Maxwell. I love Maxi. Get around You him. think he should be there? Well, I, I'm not suggesting he's by any means the most consistent or reliable selection, but for God's sake, when you look at some of the other names that snuck their way into that squad, I would have thought Maxi deserves a spot. Who would you um, omit for Maxwell? Take your bloody pick, mate. Really? Bloody... Some of the names getting around, they've barely... Um, Go on, man. Well, give me some. You can't just say tick. Well, anyone. he's not exactly a like for like for Maxwell, but Brendan Doggett. Like, what's going on there? Got to give him a young, a young player a go. Oh. Imagine if he performs extremely well, and we've got we just found a new new gun. Why are you coming up with this counter argument? You don't believe it? I agree with you. There's some. There's people out there that would agree with that. You, you got the list in front of you. There's some other um, shockers. I don't. Just give me a sec. I mean, Labuschagne. I think that's his Labuschagne. name. Labuschagne. Boucher, Boucher. What What else is there? Um, Peter Siddle obviously gets a call up. I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Really? I think the side needs some sort of leadership. He's admittedly. So he's there for a netball, as we say. No, listen, hear me out, champ. Um, <laughs> champ, me. <made. laughs> I think... Um, shock omissions, Chris Tremaine. Sorry, I'm just reading this. That's a bit of a disgrace, isn't it? Um, How's that a shock omission? Well, he's been consistent before in Shield. Oh. And here's you trying to defend... On, you said, you're you trying said, to defend you Brendan me Doggett. Out. I'm hearing you're out. Come on. Um, so Sids has been in uh, playing for Nottingham? Essex. Essex? Yeah. Is Nottingham even... That's not even a fucking county, is it? I'm making shit up now. <laughs> Anyway, research. He's been playing for Essex and he's been taking plenty of polls, admittedly in very different conditions to what he's going to be faced with in the UAE. But he's in some form, some type of form. That side at the moment is crying out for some sort of leadership. Whether he gets picked to play or not, I just think having someone who's been there, done that, I just want someone taking, to taking a hat trick on his birthday, <laughs> I think. Better on his birthday! <laughs> I just think it'll be valuable to the team. Because um, it's a dead set train. They, they honestly just want someone to supply bananas to the team. Oh, come on, that's what it's like. 
But what about um, Michael Nessa? Yeah, that's another one. Is it Nesta or Nisa? I think they say Nessa. Either or. Uh, swing specialist. Yeah, good luck. Give you all right. Good luck swinging over there, champion. <laughs> the reverse swing. Are they using the Duke or the Kookaburra? Do you know? Probably using one of those rock <laughs> subcontinental Cement balls. balls that are painted red. I don't know. The ones that make like really defined cherries on your bat. You know those balls? Yeah, I'm aware of them. Yeah, they're no good. I'm aware of them. Um, yeah, it, I think... We're going to be in some strife over there. Um, Tim Payne's staying as captain. Happy yeah. for that. No dramas. Yeah. yeah. Ashton Agar. Yeah. I don't know. Could a bit too. Don't have a problem with that. Brendan Doggett. No. You don't rate? Jog on. Jog on. <laughs> but he's not a like for like for Maxwell. So well, I don't know what that argument is. Aaron Finch. Michael Neza is a somewhat of an all-rounder. That could be somewhat like for like. Aaron Finch. Look, I, 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 look, I don't see him as a test player, but part of me thinks good on you. Brad Hodge type player for me. I reckon he'll be good. He's, oh. he's an experienced campaigner. Well, it's he's been similar there. argument to I was making with Siddle. Experience. Travis Head. He can be class. I think it's somewhat deserved. Plus, yeah. he can bowl him a few turns. I like that. He's he's someone that could have. He's fought. probably taking Maxwell's spot. Yeah, mine, you're actually. probably right. And yeah. I'd, are you, would you argue that Maxwell's probably a bit of a better bowler? Certainly a better fielder. I think I think they're probably similar bowlers. Mm. Anyway. Probably a better bloke as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. John Holland. Pedestrian for mine. <laughs> Pedestrian? He bowls, he bowls tweakers, mate. <laughs> no, as a, as a selection, it's kind of like a... He'll be a bit of a passenger for mine. Yeah. Um, Kawaja. Class. Yep. Can you perform over there? He doesn't... Um, he doesn't really play well against spins anyway. Mitch Marsh, no surprises with JL as freaking coach. Yeah, love that. Sean Marsh, no surprises. Nessa, Renshaw, your man. Yeah, like you, Yeah, you're a big fan. Big fan. Um, hopefully he performs. Yeah. Hopefully well, who's going to open him? Renshaw and Kawaja, I think. Yeah, right. Would be, wouldn't it? Don't have a problem with that. Um, who would come in Renshaw, Toonville Cricket Club. Finch in at three? God help us. God, actually, pretty thin, isn't it? I would have thought Finchie would be batting more like five or six, I hope. But who are you going to have then? I don't know, Head. Yeah, maybe. Sean Marsh, three or four. Marsh could actually open. Yeah. He's done it before. I think Sean Marsh will bat three. Anyway, um, probably, I reckon we've nearly run our race here, haven't we? Yeah, had enough. <laughs> on that note on that note thank you for listening die straight <laughs>